0: Hello pod people, I'm D.A. and welcome to Millennial Edition. Thanks for joining us. In this episode, we examine how healthy our generation is and what steps we can take to lead healthier lives. As always, remember to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Twitter to be a part of the discussion. Okay, so let's dive right in. So I'm not sure how all of you are doing out there, but there is a lot happening in the world and I'm sure in your personal lives as well that we thought this might be a great time to do an episode discussing health. I mean, this week alone started with the impeachment hearing of Donald Trump and ended with yet another school shooting that claimed the lives of three children, including the shooter. So I think we all pretty much agree that this world is crazy and overwhelming, and that could be affecting our bodies both physically and mentally. So let's start off with some statistics that provide us with a snapshot of our generation. Out of all the generations, millennials are the generation that values their health the most, and it is pursued by our generation on almost a daily basis. So much so that we are actually driving the $42 trillion wellness market. We are also more open than prior generations to exploring different or alternative wellness trends from goat yoga to tech-based therapy at the touch of a button. And we are known as the therapy generation by some because of our openness to discuss mental health and seeking therapy. In fact, studies have found that millennial couples are more open and inclined to getting couples counseling before marriage or moving in together. Now, all of these statistics I just read to you should definitely make you feel positive, like our generation has health down-packed. End of episode. Unfortunately, there is another side to our health habits, a much darker side. Well, Blue Cross Blue Shield just published their study on the overall health of the millennial generation, and they found that millennials have a higher percentage of high blood pressure, type two diabetes, high cholesterol, and higher nicotine dependence than the past generation, even though they found that millennials had better eating habits where we are more inclined to eating unprocessed foods and items that are organic, so much so that we are literally killing the canned food industry like canned tuna. What the study also found was that millennials showed higher levels of depression and anxiety. Approximately 50% of millennials admitted to leaving a job due to mental health issues. Time Magazine reported that approximately 36,000 millennials have died in 2017, either from suicide or drug overdoses, or what they have called, or what is known as, deaths of despair. The opioid crisis is a major contributor to drug overdoses. Another factor that they found that although millennials are more educated than even the boomer generation, they make a considerable percentage less than boomers, which means slow economic growth that makes it difficult to keep up with the rising costs of living, including health care. In fact, the study found that a good portion of millennials will not seek medical care due to their financial situations. A whopping 67% of the millennials surveyed confirmed that they only seek medical care when it is urgent or when they are very, very sick. Now this is an alarming statistic as millennials are less inclined to seek preventative care which will have major implications on the overall health of our generation. As it stands right now millennials are overall trending toward a decline in our mental and physical health which some have predicted could increase our mortality rates by up to 40 percent and suicide will be a major contributor toward this trend. A study conducted by Trust America's Health and Wellbeing Trust predicts a considerable rise for our generation in deaths of despair, including suicide, drugs and alcohol. A Deloitte survey conducted this year found that a majority of millennials feel unsettled and uneasy and overall pessimistic about the future, with optimism steadily declining. In that same survey, Deloitte found that 50% of the millennials surveyed felt that social media actually felt more harmful than good, and a whopping 64% stated that they believed they would be happier if they limited their time on social media. So if you weren't anxious and depressed before all those statistics, I'm guessing you are now, and you have my apologies. These statistics are pretty alarming, and for the survival of our generation, we definitely need to be aware of them and start making some changes so that we can reverse some of these trends. After all, in my most unbiased opinion, I think millennials are the most awesome generation, and we deserve to live happy, healthy lives in this world. So what are some things we can do for ourselves that might improve our health and the overall health of our generation? Well, for one thing, in terms of our physical health, we need to demand healthcare as a human right. I know it's a stretch, but it is absolutely critical if we want to afford to take active measures in safeguarding our health. And in order to do that, we will need affordable access to both preventative and urgent care regardless of income or whether we have employment or not. Healthcare is a human right and we need to make our voices heard in the presidency or in the halls of Congress to ensure these protections. Now in regards to the rise in suicide rates or the deaths of despair, the number for the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 1-800-273-8255. I encourage those who are feeling overwhelmed or are at the point of giving up to please seek out a therapist and or groups for addictions like nicotine, alcohol, and or the opioid abuse. Since we rely on technology more than most generations, there are lots of social media apps that are free which provide services in everything from counseling to meditation to journaling emotions, inspirational daily talks, and and community groups to make you feel less alone in this world. Since we as millennials are growing increasingly anxious about the stability of our futures, and frankly, we have every right to feel that way. Because with everything going on in the world right now, it just looks like the world is crushing in on us. But we tend to draw fulfillment from a sense of purpose, as studies have found. We choose places of employment that we believe we will have an impact on in this world. So when you are feeling overwhelmed by the world surrounding you, refocus and ask yourself, what gives you a sense? of purpose what connects you to this world for some that question will be answered by volunteering with an organization and helping them with their mission for some it's traveling to new places and if you have the extra cash and time i say go for it go discover new places with new people even if it's a new restaurant in a new part of town For others, you draw purpose from being around people. So maybe go join a group with people who have common interests or try and make a new friend. Or for some, maybe reconnect with a long lost friend or family member and try to develop a habit of connecting with them often. For some, maybe you draw purpose from seeing movies or reading books or going to different festivals or museums, I'm here for all of it. Whatever it is, that thing that makes you feel connected, go do it. And on that topic, try and do one thing nice for yourself each week. If that means buying a new outfit or buying your favorite dessert, do one thing nice for yourself a week. And when you do that nice thing for yourself, remind yourself that you deserve it and that you are worthy. It might also help us, and this is going to be apart from using our phones for the wellness apps, to limit or train ourselves not to keep checking other people's social media pages where you are spending a lot of time secretly envying their pictures on what they might be doing and where they might be. Social media is supposed to promote a positive connection, so unless the interaction is positive or makes you feel positive, get rid of it or limit the usage of it. Stop checking your ex's page to see that person smiling in pictures with their new main squeeze on an exotic island somewhere. Just stop tormenting yourself. It's not making you feel any better about your life, so why do it? Remember that a picture is only a snapshot in time. That's it. It doesn't tell you the events that happened before, and it doesn't predict the future. Anyone can shape a narrative of how great their life is through pictures, but you won't see someone post the uglier, more raw, and embarrassing parts of their lives. And you are feeling inadequate and measuring yourself against a narrative that may not even be true. So stop doing it! If you want to spend time on anything, spend time on the things that make you feel good about yourself and this life. We owe it to ourselves in this generation to live the best possible lives that we can live in a world that constantly throws chaos our way. So take an inventory on your health and commit to taking steps if needed, in bettering your overall being. Millennials are an amazing generation and we deserve a full, happy, and healthy life on this earth. So let's all commit to having it. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Millennial Edition and I look forward to engaging with you all soon.